Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Hi, welcome to this latest episode of Bodcast. My name's Fern from Practice Plan, and today I'm really delighted to be joined by uh, Jenny Page. Hi, Jenny. Hi, nice to be here. Oh, thank you so much for joining me and taking the time today. Um, today, we're going to be speaking about uh, clinical hypnosis and sort of therapeutic language in dentistry. So I'm, I'm really interested to hear more about this. Um, but just to start with, uh, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit more about you and, and what you do? Yeah, so uh, so I'm Jenny. I'm a principal dentist in a general dental practice in Pershore in Worcestershire. Uh, qualified to almost 30 years ago now from Leeds and myself and my husband uh, run a practice and about 20 years ago I started getting interested in helping some of our patients that are a bit more nervous about their dental treatment so I went on a course run by the British Society for Medical and Dental Hypnosis and learned how to keep are more nervous patients calmer but also how to use it for myself as well that it's very good as a, an anti-anxiety technique for everybody so since then I've done further training um, and I now teach on a level six and seven clinical hypnosis course for generally for all healthcare workers at BCU in Birmingham. Brilliant. Oh, it sounds, you know, so interesting. So um, what exactly is clinical hypnosis then? I've got an idea, but <laughs> what exactly is it? The biggest problem, I think, is that people, when they hear the word hypnosis, think of stage hypnotism and people clucking like chickens and being made to sing <laughs> silly songs. And yeah, it's all entertainment. But hypnosis is more about focused attention about being able to be in control of yourself it's not about losing control which is what the stage hypnotism seems to be it's about using your imagination to gain more control of your experience um, a good definition is that it's a state of awareness in which your attention is distracted from your immediate surroundings but is absorbed by inner experiences instead so I could be repairing somebody's tooth and they're completely ignoring me because they're on a beach somewhere inside their head quite happily. It's been around for hundreds of years, but the uh, the name hypnosis was coined in the 19th century. Um, but of course, as soon as we started using the anesthesia we know today, hypnosis sort of went out of vogue for a while because we could drug people instead. But we yeah. do have a lot of our patients that are very nervous of needles and don't like anaesthesia. So so they often just don't come and see us. No, no. And no, it's brilliant. So this might be quite a technical answer there, but how does it actually work then? Nobody really knows. That's the, <laughs> the strange thing about it. Um, it varies from person to person, but it's not something I do to somebody else. It's something that I teach you to do for yourself. 
So it's just about using your own mind to focus away from one thing and onto something else. A bit like, you know, sometimes when you're driving, you can do an entire journey and it just it's gone before yeah. you even know it because <laughs> your brain has been thinking about something else and you're on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> or when you're watching something on TV and you're so absorbed into it that someone can walk in the room and talk to you and you don't even notice them. Yes. It's, ah, that is an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, especially with the driving thing. You you get to your destination and you think, I don't even remember yeah. getting here or how I got but, here. But, but if a red light had happened on the way, you'd have changed focus and concentrated on the red light. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's great. So what are some of the benefits then? Because um, it sounds like there's definitely, you know, it's very be beneficial. Definitely. It's beneficial for the patients and for the team. I find that when I'm using hypnosis with my patients, myself and my nurse are both much more relaxed while we're doing it. And for the patients, especially the ones that are very nervous, they can come to the dentist feeling more relaxed. They can go away feeling like they've had a much more positive experience. Um, partially, just simple things like Patients don't need to sit up and spit out as often as they used to. They don't stop you while you're working. They don't ask questions while you're going on because they're focusing on something else. And you can treat needle phobics without them worrying about the can dry people's mouths out if they're producing too much saliva. You can control their gag reflex. There's all sorts of things that cause complications for us while we're working um, that we can deal with and make our working lives much easier and the patients just respond to our suggestions better so we can add in suggestions about how well they're going to look after their teeth in the future and they're more likely to absorb that information because they're in a better frame of mind. Does that Brilliant. make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um, so is this something then that you 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 automatically do with every patient or is it like a conversation that you'd have with a patient to say, oh, well, would would you like me to use, you know, some hypnotherapy? How, how does that work? For every patient I have since learning this changed the language that I use while I'm working with them. And that immediately makes things calmer. I avoid negative language. Um, as soon, the worst phrase we can hear is when a child sits in the dental chair and their parent says, don't worry, it's not going to hurt. Because the only words that child has heard are worry and hurt. Mm. Yeah. So we have to avoid the negative language. We have to turn everything around and speak in a much more positive way. And a lot of the techniques are about that rapport building with the patients. And if we can get a better rapport and we can use much more positive language, everybody is more relaxed. And so for some things, we never mention the words hypnosis. We just change the language or we'll talk to them saying things like, well, where would you rather be than here? And then they start chatting about their favourite holiday or family events and then you can get them to build those things up in their mind so that they're thinking about that and not what we're doing 
But for other patients, people that are more phobic, people that really struggle with the dentist, then we will talk about hypnosis. And I like using the word because I think people need to understand that it isn't just relaxation. There is something a bit deeper. Um, I had a patient a couple of years ago who came to me in his mid 60s. And the last time he saw a dentist, he was eight. Wow. Gosh, that's so we, crazy. And we can start this experience in the same way we're talking today on a computer screen. Yeah. So they they can cope. They can learn to cope with the coming to the dentist before they set foot in the surgery. And I think COVID has made a big difference because everyone's happier doing this computer video chatting mm-hmm. um, since COVID yeah. than they ever used to be. You know, we wouldn't necessarily have suggested it. We'd have had a telephone conversation, but we wouldn't have suggested doing things like this. Uh, and hypnosis works through a computer screen just as well as it does person to person in the surgery. Yeah, definitely. Well, it sounds great. And I, I think, you know, it, it really will encourage people who have a, a dental phobia to actually come and, you know, it, it, it'll be an, a nice experience. So, no, it sounds great. Thank you so much for sharing that. So uh, just before we finish, then just tell us a little bit more about the um, British Society of Clinical and Academic Hypnosis. Uh, I believe you're offering some training courses. That's right. So uh, BISCA is a society made up of healthcare professionals to promote the safe and responsible use of clinical hypnosis. So we only train healthcare professionals and we train people to work within their own field. Hypnosis is not a treatment of itself. It is a way of making your normal treatment run more easily. So it's something to do alongside the rest of your training. Um, And we run courses ranging from just a two day online training course at a weekend up to a university accredited level seven training course that takes 12 months of training part time at BCU. But at the moment, we are developing courses aimed specifically at dentists and their teams. We hope this year that we can be able to provide one and two hour short courses for whole teams via webinars um, and then whole team two day trainings. That's a bit more in depth as well. And we'd really like people to um, to take as many dentists as possible to take part in this. Oh, brilliant. It's great that the whole team can sort of get on board with this as well, because um, I suppose it's a whole patient journey, isn't it? Uh, you Absolutely. know, the whole team. Yeah, they're all involved. So fabulous. You know, it sounds great. And uh, thank you for sharing some of those benefits uh, of hypnosis. And, you know, definitely uh, I'll put the link below in, in the copy if, if anyone would like to find out more about the training courses. So anyway, thank you very much, Jenny, for uh, joining me today. Thank you.